sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. I am Bryce Sparling. Here with me, as always, is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway. Matt Ridgway, fresh off of a Kansas swing for the Cup Series. Matt, how are you doing this week, man? I'm all right. I'm ready to get mile and a half tracks behind me as far as possible and head to a short track weekend where I have a puncher's chance of doing anything. You're heading to a short track this weekend. You know, I was trying to look up. Is that the y'all got one more, not West Coast swing, but you have one more West Coast race this year, uh, and then everything else is East Coast for you all the yet all year. Yeah, I think I crossed the Mississippi two more times. Um, so Vegas and Texas next weekend. Yeah. So I, I never uh, considered yeah. Texas West, but I guess I should. All it's three Phoenix, Phoenix too. So we have I, three oh, more times. Duh, the championship race. Yeah, I forgot about Phoenix. But by that time, like, I'm going to be so non-given uh, <laughs> anything. <laughs> like, that's the last day of school, and the finals are over. Like, I'm done. My grades are turned in. <laughs> it's, it's winter vacation for me uh, starting probably after. Because you got to think, it goes Martinsville, uh Sorry, there's a door slamming in my house from the wind. I've got all my windows are open. It's a beautiful it's fall gorgeous. weather outside. Gorgeous. I, yes. I know I got sidetracked, but it's just like I have a breeze in my house right now and life is perfect. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. You got to think we have a reasonable shot to win Martinsville at the end of the year. Uh, that that may be our, our last or next best chance after this weekend. Um, but you got to think. After that, Phoenix, I'm not saying we'll mail it in, but mentally, Phoenix weekend, we will all just be ready to move on. <laughs> I already told Jess that the following weekend of Phoenix, what is that, like the 11th or 12th of November? I think so, yeah. I, yeah, we're going to get up on Saturday morning and make a donut run because we used to do that every once in a while. And we haven't done it this year, obviously. Okay. Um and then that that will be the the final time that I leave the house that weekend. I will park my butt uh, on the couch, watch as much football as humanly possible, and not move. Hey, this is super random, and I, I think I already asked you this question, but I don't remember. Uh, Dega, the weekend of Dega. It's October. It's the first weekend in October. October first is when y'all race. Are you going to be in town on the thirtieth? I okay. So here's how Talladega is going to work. They. Because there's no practice at Talladega, we only qualify. Uh, the garage doesn't open until 9 a.m. Saturday morning. I don't know what the date is, the 3rd or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, no, so, no, no. It's, uh, that would be the 30th. Uh, the Dega, Yeah, the Dega race is on October 1st, so garage would open 9 a.m. Okay. on Saturday the 30th. Okay, Saturday, September 30th. So I will – I expect – now, there's a chance I fly in Friday evening. Uh, that would be around 6 o'clock. Land in um, wherever we land, Birmingham. Uh, and 
be at tell be there Friday night. But with the garage not opening till nine, I'm willing to bet that they probably make that a super early flight Saturday, like a six a.m. five six a.m. flight because it's only like an hour and a half flight. Right. Uh, and last spring, the garage closes at like. 1230. I mean, it opens at 930 and it closes it right after qualifying at 1230. Um, so last spring, they offered to fly us all back home for Saturday. And I did that. Or I, yeah, I did that. Yes, I did that. <laughs> I went was a back long home. time ago. Yeah, I was. <laughs> they, they, you, you'd be amazed how all these things just string together in my head as like one long, <laughs> excruciatingly painful season <laughs> uh, full of wrecked cars and missed opportunities. Anyways, if they offer us to go home, I will go home again. Um, if they do not, I will be, yes, I, I will probably come home. And by home, I mean Carrollton. Uh, on Saturday night and stay there somewhere and head back to the track Sunday morning. Sweet. You know, we got that. I don't, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, but we got that, uh, uh, the morning five at Sissy's trackside pub in Villa Rica going on the 30th for the UGA versus Auburn game. UGA is playing Auburn. Yeah. They're playing Auburn on the 30th. Not sure of the time yet. I think it's probably going to be a three 30 kick, but we're having a, we're having a big morning five meetup at Sissy's trackside pub in Villa Rica. And if you mention that you are with the Morning 5 guys, the Morning 5 podcast, um, you get 10% off your food order. And they got really good food there, really good wings and some of the best tater tots I've ever had in my life. Wings at 9 a.m.? Yeah, why not? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll, you'll get there. You'll, you'll, you won't get there till after qualifying, so you won't get there till if yeah, you don't I'd fly back. There. I'd be there. Yeah. I'd around, be there significantly later. Yeah, um, like, you know, three or something. But yeah, I'll I'll keep you posted on whether there's a return flight or not. If there's not a return flight, absolutely as soon as qualifying is over, I will be headed I will be headed eastbound on 20. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, we got I have a I have a football game at 11 a.m. that morning, and as soon as my football game is over, I'm dropping the kids off back at the house and then heading up to Sissy. So I'll probably be there somewhere between like 1 and 2, I'd assume. And okay. yeah, we'll stay there till We'll stay there till the end of the UGA Auburn game when UGA probably puts up fifty something points on Auburn. And oh, I thought you said UWG Auburn. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said West Georgia and Auburn. No, 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 no. Not UGA. Universe. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My, I, I might have. My brain is completely well, scrambled yes, this morning. Yes. I, I am aware that Georgia plays Auburn every season. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia, okay. Auburn is on the thirtieth, and we're yeah, morning okay. five, doing a little watch party up at Sissy's Trackside Pub in Villa Rica. So, okay, yeah, well, that yeah. will be plans. Sweet. All right, um, let's get to Kansas. <laughs> we'll get to the Kansas results. Uh, I think I speak for a lot of the people that probably listen to this podcast. I didn't watch a ton of racing this weekend. It was uh, NFL opening weekend, week what three? I guess technically of college football as well. Um, this is the part of the year where everything else other than football just sort of falls by the wayside, uh, yes. including baseball. And if and you have a problem with Bryce saying that, let me just tell you that after each pit stop, it is my job to return tire. Well, it's my, my job or someone else's, one of the truckers usually, but that's neither here nor there. To The tires go back to Goodyear, to, to the turn-in station. Right. We don't just keep them in the pits. So... Usually that those are designated locations and I wind up taking my tires by 
maybe the entirety of pit lane, uh, depending on how far it is or where that location's at based on our pit box. Uh, I can tell you with 100% certainty that I think every one o'clock game was on in somebody's pit box during that. Like, I, I mean, I knew I could walk up and down the pit road and see the score of every game that was live. So <laughs> if, if you think you, football's not important, uh, let me just tell you that even your favorite NASCAR pit crew is <laughs> paying attention to football <laughs> scores while a race is going on. Now, do you ever have drivers come over the radio and ask for like updates on scores or anything for any big games? I'm sure there are. Priest doesn't care. Like Priest. Priest is, God bless him, he's a racer. And if it's not racing, he doesn't care about it. And that is that is great for him. Um, makes life easy to deal with. But um, yeah, uh, there's there are drivers who do, I don't know currently, but um, even, there's a story, Dale Jr., um, if you go back and hear any of his old radios, if TJ Majors, is on the radio saying, because they use code on the radio all the time to try to throw other teams off. Right. So it's it's not uncommon to hear, you know, strange things said on the radio. Well, TJ Majors, his longtime spotter, would say the pizza is delivered or the pizza has been delivered, something to that effect. And that was code to Dale Jr. that the Washington Redskins won. Uh, the, he's, uh, he's a Redskins Dale Jr. fan? Dale Jr., lifelong Redskins fan. What a random Washington team to cheer Commanders for. Or football team or whatever, whatever they're they called, are. yeah. Uh, the Cosmonauts. But while Dale Jr.'s career was going on, uh, they were the Redskins, so I say that in historical context, and I'm not being inaccurate. Great, we're going to get uh, canceled now. Thanks, yeah, Matt. You, you can't come after me. It's historical <laughs> con- historical quotes. You can't touch me. <laughs> but yes, uh, there's a famous story that TJ Majors used to tell Dale Jr. something along the lines of the pizza being delivered, and that was to let Dale Jr. know that the Redskins had won their football game. What a random team to be a fan of. Like, that's... So, um... I he, something, to, something to do with Joe Gibbs as a kid, you know, because oh, Joe Gibbs oh, was make, the coach yeah. of the Redskins, I forgot was about that. involved in NASCAR. Um, I think it's earlier than that, but I don't, because Joe Gibbs wasn't involved in NASCAR until the early 90s. Um, but somehow Dale Jr. and there were no Carolina Panthers. No. So he had the basically, as far as you know, regional teams are concerned. You have there was no Tennessee Titans. Nope, they were there Houston. Was, so so it was you had the Washington Redskins or the Atlanta Falcons, and guy, you know who's gonna pick the Falcons when you have a choice? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, so yeah. A long time, long time fan, lifelong fan. And you know, speaking of racing, Matt, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, looking really good. I I didn't give them a yep. shot this weekend, dude. But I think Maker, yeah, I, Baker Mayfield might be a dude. I, I who's I, I don't know why people are surprised. Like I I mean, I know there were people that thought that Tampa Bay was going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, and I could never. I just never got it. I couldn't understand it. Uh, it seemed like unnecessary doubt. Uh, Tom Brady didn't make the franchise. So Tom Brady chose the Bucks because he saw all the pieces in place that he could win with. And that really hasn't changed. So I'm not sure. I mean, the coaching staff has had some turnover, but now we arguably have an actual offensive coordinator and not somebody who just relies on Brady's talent. Um <laughs> 
and can actually scheme and coach as opposed to the last guy, you know, God bless him, won us a Super Bowl, but is still currently unemployed last time I checked. So that tells you about all you need to know uh, about a Super Bowl offensive coordinator two years later not having a job during football season. I digress, neither here nor there. Um, I got to watch about the first quarter in the hauler before I went out to pit road, and then I have my people texting me scores uh, yeah, we constantly. just text the pizza is delivered every time they score a touchdown. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't have to speak in code. I can I can just get text messages, um, read them on my watch. I don't have to stop what I'm doing uh, to know what's happening in the Bucks game. <laughs> and guess what? Super excited about uh, week two Saturday night race. I'll yeah. be home to watch the Bucks on Sunday. Ecstatic about that. Cannot freaking wait. Who, who do they play and this weekend? Like, I don't even know who they play The yet. Bears. So to go into oh, and out. That's a win. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bears. Are- yeah, we are. Oh, God. That game. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The Ooh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be 2 0. Nobody freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Might go undefeated. But, Early favorites to go undefeated. But then, like, I think it's week three or four, we get the Eagles on Thursday night. So that's another game. Wouldn't get to see. Going to get to see. I know it's the Eagles. I know they're, they're probably going to lose that game. That's fine. Don't care. I get to watch my Bucks. Hey, so Eagles didn't look good, dude. I'll, uh, yeah, I know, I know, but they, I mean, they have the entire dogs defense, and I just expect, you know, Jalen Carter the dogs, got more pressures in Week One than anybody else in the entire NFL. Dude's a rookie. Baker Mayfield's only seen the dogs defense one time, and they beat him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he's going to get his second look at a dogs defense, and we'll see what happens. Anyways, we can talk about racing. I was about to say, that's enough, that's enough football talk on this racing podcast. Uh, over to the truck series, the group of eight has been set after the Kansas uh, Kansas Lottery 200 race results. Christian Eckes uh, won, the, won the race at Kansas. The playoff round of eight, like I said, has been set. Uh, it is going to be uh, Ben Rhodes, Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Carson Hosevar, Grant Infinger, Christian Eckes, and Corey Heim and Nicholas Sanchez are going to be your group of eight racers. So it's kind of, it, it always throws me off, and we talked about this before, uh, the fact that the Cup Series and the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series, like all their playoff races don't align perfectly. Like I, I think they should modify the regular season schedule to make it to where all three major series all line up perfectly in sync with each other the, the cuts happen at the same race the championship happens at the same race which it does but like everything should line up the weird scheduling and everything between the xfinity the cup and the truck series it always throws me off because like like the xfinity just announced the regular season winner and the truck series is already down to eight like it's just so weird yeah uh it's the truck series down to eight i'm looking at ten uh, on my driver standings i have 10 for the playoffs yeah matt is there a round matt benedetto and matt crafton both the mats are out okay yeah all right i'm so i'm showing ranks nine and ten for play but that doesn't make sense because how would there be a that's not a that doesn't the schedule doesn't break down for an even elimination you would have to eliminate like six people in the next round yeah yeah Uh, it's it's they uh, so they're down to eight now then the next elimination will be down to four i think Okay. Think they go. Uh, yes. Yeah. The next, the next elimination for sure for the trucks is the round of four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, currently, Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, Grant Finger, and Carson Hosevar would advance. Uh, 
Who, if Phoenix was tomorrow and those four were in, who would you take out of that? Um, I, I, maybe Hosevar. I, I don't know. I, I, I like Carson yeah. a lot. Um, I know Ekis and Heim have had good years, but I, I'm probably going to take Carson Hosevar out of those four guys. Yeah, I I think of those four, I'm leaning Hosevar as well, but to, to offer some difference than you, um, I'll take Christian Ekis. That, that 19 Napa truck has looked... They've been flashy, but when they've been on, they've been on. Um, and even when they're not the most dominant truck, they usually have good runs, and that can be enough sometimes to carry you. They have one on because you win a championship in one race now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you pick one weekend to have an on weekend, and you walk away Joey Logano, the 2018 NASCAR champion, <laughs> having won three races all year long, uh, and snuck into the playoffs, and snuck into the round all the way to the round of four and walked away champion you know what i just realized uh, looking at the standings now and and looking at all the race teams that are in there we don't have any kbm trucks in the in the final eight uh Corey, huh? no that's a college truck yeah oh i mean that's a yeah that's, that's a that's toyota a, that's a yoder. i was looking i forgot kbm is chevy yeah uh yeah, but isn't do they even have a full time driver? If they do, I couldn't tell you who it was. Um, it seems like KBM is just rental rides. I think it's Chase Purdy would be the highest KBM truck in the standings at the moment. I think. Um, yeah, definitely the four. Yeah, is is uh, is the twenty what the fifty one? I think so. Is the, there even the 20, Jack Wood? The twenty four <laughs> isn't. Uh, oh, hey, do you know you know Jack Garcia is from Georgia? I've uh, never heard of him, so no, I did not know that. I haven't either until I clicked on him. Uh, but he's he's a truck series guy. He's from <laughs> he's from Monroe, um, Monroe, Georgia. Monroe, Georgia. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know who the other KBM driver would be other than it's Chase Purdy. Fifty one, but this is which is Jack, Jack Wood. Wood. Who the hell is Jack Wood? I never heard of him. I haven't either. I, um, <laughs> yeah, he is Jack Wood. It doesn't even have where he was born on, on his profile on NASCAR.com. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the lookout um, coming up quick from 78th place is my old truck and Jennifer Joe Cobb, that number 10. <laughs> um, coming for Haley Deegan's spot <laughs> in the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Joe Cobb. Jack Wood's picture on NASCAR. She's a nice lady. <laughs> how, how many races should she race this year? I feel like uh, I remember that three, name. Three. three. She raced this weekend in Kansas. That's uh, her home. She's from Kansas, so she always, and then she usually does uh, super speedways. Okay. Jack Wood reminds uh, yeah, me of a picture of like when you go to create a guy on like Madden. Oh, I'm sorry, back that was three points. Hold on. <laughs> she has three total points. Hey, let me see. Starts. Uh, zero. <laughs> It's, it's, she has zero starts. That's ta- dude. When you can get three points and haven't started a race, that's that's pretty good, man. <laughs> All right, I'm in the right. I'm in the right column uh, now. Right she has column. one start. One start. Points. Okay, yeah. that makes a hey, little bit more sense than four, zero she's, starts. She's in the green. Four <laughs> points than starts. That's green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Jack Jack Wood looks like the the stock create a character on Madden back in the day. Like when you just chose like just a stock random white guy, <laughs> that's what Jack Wood's picture reminds me of. Are you sure that's a real picture of him? And it's not just a care. Like they just don't have a, that's a good a point. generic 3d <laughs> rendering of, of a 
that's a, a face. That's a very good point. No, I'm not sure that this is that that is not the case. That, Ever that, noticed that they did the same thing in the college football games? You would select your generic character in the in uh, NCAA, and they, your character looks like he's 38. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he's Van got Wilder. Like, got like a receding hairline, but he's a freshman. <laughs> you start off in the high school ranks playing your state championship with a 38 year old full beard. Five. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ripped it looks like he got straight off the stage yeah <laughs> uh so yeah that's 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 the round of eight uh, all right moving to xfinity moving series. to xfinity over to the xfinity it's the only race that i actually watched a little bit of this uh, the this weekend the, <laughs> the kansas city lottery 300 john hunter nemechek wins brandon jones second sheldon creed third parker kligerman fourth and austin hill your regular season champion is fifth the playoff standings in that one look like this we have 12 it, uh from one to 12 it's nemechek austin hill allgaier cole custer sam mayer chandler smith josh barry sheldon creed sammy smith jeb burton daniel hemrick and parker kligerman all right so of the names you just read me notably absent riley herb mm-hmm. missed the playoffs in that last race came in three points behind parker or three points to the good anyways what an absolute disastrous last few weeks that team has had uh a lot of bad luck i mean maybe the worst luck in nascar um so we have one one ford in the uh playoffs that's cole custer no surprise there uh, we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Chevrolets and two Toyotas. Uh, so if you're a betting man, a manufacturer betting man, uh, bet small, bet Chevy, <laughs> and take your take your. I wonder your, if you can bet on what manufacturer is going to win the championship. Can you do that? I don't know. I'm I'm about to find out. I'm about to see. That's uh, because that could be some soft earned dollars right there for mm-hmm. you. Um. If one were inclined to bet, uh, Bryce, while you're looking, who has the least chance at a championship on this entire list? Well, it doesn't look like they list Xfinity championship odds on here. I have interest. I have Cup Series champion odds, and I have uh, manufacturer. Who do you think is going to win the manufacturer at the race on Saturday night? But it doesn't look like you can bet on the Xfinity Series championship, nor can you bet on the manufacturer to win the championship. All right. Well, disregard. So manufacturer standings, um, Chevrolet in first with 971 points, um, Toyota second, 899, and bringing up the rear is your Blue Ovals with 848 points. Um, so it's, it's not... A huge separation, uh, 123 point gap. Uh, but the wins, you have 13 wins for Chevrolet, 10 for Toyota, and only three for Ford. And all three of those for Ford are Cole Custer. So, uh, are they not? No, somebody else. Uh, somebody else had a win. Ford. Yeah, who was the other Ford that got a win this year in the Xfinity? Uh, I think Cole only has two. Let's see. That doesn't show. I don't know. Win. Was it Ryan Truex? Did oh, he... it's Eric. It's Eric Almarola. Remember, he won the uh, the road court, the Sonoma. Oh, I've completely forgot the, about that. Yeah, in the Ryan Sieg owned car, the Sieg. 
I air quotes the Sieg, the, the Sieg machine. Uh, yeah, I that forgot about that. Right out of SHR shop. What? <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't. Yeah, I completely forgot yeah. about that. Uh, Kyle Larson ran out of talent and uh, he absolutely <laughs> dominated that race. Had like a 17 second lead at one point, uh, and then forgot how to drive race car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Eric Almarola won the race. They do happen like so, that. I mean, I, I'm mid race yeah. sometimes, and you I, know, I he forget. Crashed him. He hit a barrel. He hit one of those barrels in eleven. And just I forgot killed about the, that. Killed the drive line, the suspension components, whatever he hit. What listen, an idiot! Listen, um, those inanimate ob- of, objects pop out of nowhere and just move. Yeah, you know, they lickety and split. they were only there for like the whole eighty laps before that. Um, <laughs> crazy. Uh, speaking of Larson, don't re- let me forget because you mentioned that you didn't watch the race this weekend. Well, there's a bit of a talking point with Larson for the Cup Series. We'll get to that. Oh, all right. Back to my original question: What I asked you. Uh, now that there's no betting favorites and you can't cheat, look at that list again and tell me who has the least shot at a championship in your opinion. I- who, who would you bet your children's safety uh, against winning a championship? Probably Jeb Burton. Yes, exactly my pick, too. <laughs> Hell will freeze over before that guy wins the championship. I'm talking and, and I feel bad because that's who Grayson has saddled his horse with. Oh, on, man. Because he's 21 in the Cup Series. And that's Grayson's. No, that's that's uh, the other bird. That's Harrison. Oh, Harrison. That's, that's the cousin. Oh. Harrison well, is Ward's son, and Jeb is Jeff's son. Oh, Oh, okay. I think I yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that's. Fine. I don't think either one. I think Harrison might be worse than Jeb. At least Jeb's in the playoff. I don't even know. If- no, I think Harrison's better than Harrison is better than Jeb. Jeb is. Woof. <laughs> well, there's a reason we both picked him not to make the cut in the playoffs. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, he does have a win, but it's it's an Austin Dillon win. Like, do they even count if that guy's winning? <laughs> there are some circumstances. <laughs> So first, Je- first question, did it come at Talladega or Daytona? Oh, the answer's yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so Jeb, Jeb Burton. Jeb Burton is our pick to, to not win a championship, uh, but they'll be at Bristol this weekend as well. Moving on to the cup race, the, ex, or the, the NASCAR Cup Series race, the top 16, you know, made it. Uh, but, I, you know, the story that I got, the story that kept popping up on my phone before this race, I, I, I'm not joking. I got three notifications from NASCAR, my NASCAR.com app before this race happened. All three of them involved Chase Elliott. And I'm like, the guy's not even in the playoffs. Why do we keep trying to push Is, this narrative? Were there any notifications about Chase Elliott after the race? No, I don't think so. Not that I Ooh, saw. That's what that's what we're going to talk about. All Anyways. right. All right. Hit, hit me up because, like, like I said, I didn't watch any of this race on Sunday. There was... 35 different NFL games, not really, but you know, it, it was it was NFL Sunday, so I was I was tuned in to uh, to watch the Falcons uh, win and look decent against the Panthers, and I tuned in, you know, come on, nightcap to watch the best team in football just absolutely destroy the New York Football Giants, which was beautiful to see. So give me the give me the rundown of the Kansas Cup Series race this weekend. Uh, so I don't know what happened in the race. Well, lap one, lap two. Uh, your regular season champion and points leader, Martin Trex Jr., blows a right rear, fences it in three and four, and is done for the day. Completed all of two laps. Um, so your your points lead that you come into the playoffs with 
for winning the regular season championship is gone. Uh, if if the round ended on Sunday, Martin Truex Jr. would currently be out of the playoffs, which again is is just wrong. Like I, I'm I'm not a Truex fan. I don't I have neither anything for or against Truex, but this brings up the same feelings I had in 2020 watching Harvick get eliminated from the playoffs uh, over just BS out of his control. It blew a tire in uh, te- Texas and from the lead. From the lead, blew a tire at Texas, hit the wall on a day where everybody had tire issues. And uh, that was it. The, the regular season champion won nine races and that that was it. He was out. Um, it The I don't want to say it should carry an automatic buy to the championship, but it should carry an automatic buy to the round of eight. Um, and you should be able to still pad your stats in these rounds. There's no reason Martin Truex Jr. should be on the outside looking in. Uh, luckily, there is still a race, two races in this round um, to bring it, to fix it. Uh, and and likely they will, but that that points lead all, lasted all of two laps. One? Uh, yeah. Oh, think, yeah, Darlington. I, yeah, you're right. You know, this is it. Yeah, I think right? it's just Bristol. Darlington, Kansas, this is it. So they have this weekend at Bristol to turn it around and, and make it out of this uh, round. And he's just, he's seven points back. Seven points back and making the cut. Yeah. Just, and, I mean, and this is Bristol. Like, you're going to be racing on top of people for 500 laps all night long. Anything can go wrong. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be in lap traffic that no point in this race can you just settle down and cruise. Like... Maybe, maybe your best bet is like a, a Logano or a Christopher Bell or a Harvick, the three guys immediately in front of them. And, you know, I mean, don't look now, but Harvick has always been great at this race. Like just this Bristol night race, won it a couple times over the last couple of years, uh, been in contention every other time um, when spoiled brats aren't throwing temper tantrums and costing him wins. <clears throat> Oh, did I say spoiled brat? We're going to get to that. Um, temper tantrums. We're going to get to that. Uh, we saw the old Chase Elliott temper tantrum flash again uh, at Kansas. Oh, did so, that rear uh, your uh, ugly head up again at Kansas? It did, yes. Oh. Uh, if you haven't seen that. Um, that's why I asked you if there were notifications. Anyway, yeah, I mean, best case scenario, one of those three guys, four guys uh, in front of them have crash out of the race early and then he then he can maybe relax a little bit uh and and try to just maintain but right now you got to think that that team's going in to this full aggression full attack uh and you know anything can happen we'll see what happens uh if uh the round if bristol was already over and this point stayed the same michael mcdowell ricky stenhouse jr bubba wallace and martin trex jr are your four bounced? That is uh, two Toyotas, a Chevy, and a Ford. So um, interesting, interesting dynamic. Oh, and I think honestly, three of those the, are uh, probably not surprising. The top twelve. The top twelve is a bit of a even split. There's three Toyotas, three Chevys, and dang, there's five Fords. So. That's hard to believe there's that many Fords. I mean, with as bad as Ford has really been this year, that they currently have the majority of manufacturer representation in the round of 12, if it ended today. I feel like in the uh, past month, Ford has really 
stepped their game up, though, man. I really think the R and D well, has, has been good in the past led month. By, led by Ralph, you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Penske and SHR have kind of been just bubbling along. Y'all have been uh, more hard. competitive, though. I feel like in the past month, like I, you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, we've had some short tracks, so that you know, that's there. Um, Harvick, yeah, I guess he he has looked pretty strong at both Darlington and. Uh, all the I SHR, they, were up, to, they uh, were up to like second or one point in the Southern 500. All of the uh, SHR cars look good at Daytona. At well, yeah, I mean Daytona. Yeah, we're they, restrictor plates and short tracks, kind of the only places SHR can show up and expect to be relevant as a as a team, uh, and not just hope that Harvick can go get us all a win bonus while the rest of us run 18th to 25th. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dude, some dark days coming if we don't figure something out. And I, I say that, I I say that in jest, but because I care. Like I, nobody wants SHR as a company to succeed more than I do. And uh, just I have, I have concerns with what I see. But we'll, we'll address that never again so i uh, you know looking at the standings right now michael mcdowell yeah. is 40 points back uh, of kevin yeah, he's, harvick he's michael mcdowell he never had a chance he like, has to he's win only he's only in he's i mean he's obviously insanely more talented than jeb burton but the same situation uh he's only in because of a road course win which is his specialty and and they don't really have a puncher's chance at a championship or even a threat they were going to be very fortunate to even make the second round, and they're not going to do that. So yeah, he has to, he has to win. It's he can't point <clears throat> himself in. Um, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is a little bit closer. He's about twenty something points back. Um, but Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex Jr. I mean, really nine through nine through fourteen are all within about twenty five to thirty points of each other. So it's. Michael McDowell, I think, is the only person that has to get a win this weekend at Bristol to move on. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Bubba Wallace, and Martin Truex Jr. all could point in, but they're going to need some help in front of them. Uh, I don't think three of those four surprise any Bubba, anybody. Bubba, Ricky, and, and Michael McDowell getting knocked out in the first round, I, I wouldn't be completely shocked about. Uh, but Martin Truex Jr., I mean, he was one of my picks uh, to win the championship this year. I mean, he's got... Yeah, he, we both did. We yeah. both put him in our final four. It, it, was, it was Martin Truex Jr. or William Byron, I said, was probably going to win the championship this year. They have the most wins on the on the Cup Series right now. And if he gets knocked out in the first round, dude, that's that's a massive upset. Yeah, that's that's the NASCAR playoffs. That's what we... That's I say we. That's what they wanted. No, but they so, don't up, include us in that. This. Yeah. That's what they wanted. They wanted manufactured drama, and they got it. So, so uh, give us the uh, give us the news on on Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott and, and everything that happened at the uh, the track this weekend. A little temper tantrum I, and stuff that happened. Well, I, I didn't see it live because um, I'm working, and I just saw. I I, I haven't investigated because I don't care. Um, that if so, it looked like Chase Elliott pulled out of his pit box. And Larson already coming down pit road. I don't know if Larson is coming into the pits or leaving the pits. No idea. Don't care. Um, but he's in the outside lane. It pinches. I guess Elliot. I don't know. Thinks he's entitled to the entire entirety of pit road, um, leaving his pit box. At least I think that was the scenario. Um, and, and 
Elliott pulls out of his pit box. I guess he thinks his teammate should have given him more room than he did. And uh, leaving pit road shows his displeasure by absolutely dooring the right side of his teammate's car. Um, just pulls up next to him and absolutely doors, like fully body slams the side of Kyle Larson's car for no reason at all. Um, newsflash, Chase Elliott is a spoiled child and r- races like it. Yeah, I mean, every time something goes wrong in his race car, he shows how immature he actually is, in my opinion. And then secondly, that's your teammate. And thirdly, your teammate is the points leader in the championship playoffs. And you are not competing in the championship drivers championship playoffs. What are you doing? Like, oh my God, what an idiot, man. I think that's the big point is like teammates getting mad at each other, whatever, hitting each other on the track. I'm fine. Like you're going to have drama between teammates and we're all trying to win the race, but that guy is running for a championship for your owner and, and you are not. Well, I mean, I guess technically he is because he could still win the owner's championship. He's not going to, but he could mathematically at this time still win the owner's championship. Um, but, but he is not in the driver's championship playoffs at all. And he is making forcible, intentional contact with a teammate's car that is in the playoffs. And that, that'd be like that'd be like, my mind. that'd be like Ryan Priest just getting pissed off at Kevin Harvick and hitting Kevin Harvick on the track because yeah, I, I, yeah it just it just doesn't. I, I don't. I that don't know. That scenario could have happened because Ryan Priest is uh, a grown adult and in control of his emotions. Um, and 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 respects his competition enough to not think the world revolves around him. And <laughs> I don't know, man. I, Reese would never, never do that to probably any teammate, but least of all Harp. Yeah, I just that, uh, that blows my mind, the, man. The like, lead dog of the organization. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and. <laughs> You know, I, I think that's what Chase probably he, that's what he is at Hendrick. He's the lead dog, but you're not in the well, playoffs. He, he is. He's not. Absolutely he's not. Kyle Larson is the lead dog at Hendrick Motorsports. That anybody who has a question about that is a lunatic and belongs in an asylum. Are you sure it's and not he William Byron? He is. In his world he, yeah, I'm sure. Uh but now Byron has I think the the betting future is on Byron. The potential is on Byron. But right now, Hendrick Motorsports is Kyle Larson's world, and everybody else is just living in it. Um, Chase Elliott is the third best driver at Hendrick Motorsports right now, of four. Who's, who's I, the fourth? I, who's the fourth Hendrick driver? I'm having a brain Alex fart. Bowman. That's how pointless oh, he is. Alex Bowman. I, I completely uh, forgot about him. Yeah, that's... He's he's holding the seat down for whoever's in the Hendrick pipeline right now. I think. You think you think Bowman uh, races next year for Hendrick? You think he's in that car again in twenty twenty four? I don't know what his contract is. Yeah. I I'd be surprised to see him get an extension. I don't know when. I don't know when it's up. Don't care. I forget he's a uh, Hendrick driver half the time when he's up yeah. there in the in the you know on, in the standings. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He's he's a Hendrick guy. Yeah. I forgot about that. You and the rest of the world. <laughs> but um. 
yeah, I don't I don't know his contract situation. I'd be surprised to see him back at Hendrick whenever that's over. Uh, so this weekend for the uh, for NASCAR, they head to they head to Bristol. They head to Bristol where you know anything can happen. The uh, do, 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 let me find the schedule. The schedule looks like this for Bristol. Oh, we didn't even talk about Ty- Tyler Reddick won the race. Oh, we yeah, should Ty- at least they acknowledge that Tyler Reddick won the race, and from what Matt told me, on a, completely yeah, on sent an absolutely it. Absolutely amazing final last two laps. Um, just we had a caution come out with three to go. Green white checkered. You already know strategy everywhere. Two tires, four tires, no tires, all over the place. Uh, and Tyler Reddick on four tires drove the absolute wheels off that thing uh, straight to the lead. Team never lift, sent a dive bomb all the way down the front uh, stretch to the apron to pass, I don't know, three cars, you know, go make it four wide, and, uh, and never lifted all the way into one with the lead. Just absolutely crazy to watch. Awesome finish. The people that were there uh, got an absolutely incredible finish. Uh, if, unless you were rooting for, you know, like Chase Elliott or something, then the whole thing sucked for you. <laughs> but if you're uh, just a fan of the sport and love racing and want want non-manufactured excitement, then you had a fantastic finish to Kansas. And that locks Reddick into the uh, the round of round of twelve. Uh, Reddick and uh, Larson are both locked in with wins into the round of round of twelve. One more race, one more race left. It's Bristol. Uh, all the action starts on Thursday night. We have practice on FS2 for the uh, Craftsman Truck Series, and then qualifying on FS2 at four thirty-five. Practice starts at four, and then four thirty-five is qualifying, and then the race. They race tonight, right? Yeah, they, they sure do at 9 p.m. Yes, sir. In the Unho, UNO, it's pronounced University Uno? of Northern Ohio. What? <laughs> they're in Bristol, right? I'm not. I'm not oh, going yeah. insane. The trucks yeah. are in Bristol, right? Well, they they're a they are a motorsports school, so they they you see their name Uno. Um, basically at every nascar track it's it's that's not an uncommon thing in the industry to hear that people went to una a lot of mechanics um like i went to nascar tech in mooresville that's the the community college version of nascar tech (laughs) nascar tech is a private for-profit school that will fleece you of every dollar you have uh i shouldn't say that my mom works for nascar tech it's a great school um I am a proud alum. How um, many NASCAR Tech shirts do you have? This is like alum of, of so-and-so year. I have exactly zero th- anything that says NASCAR Tech on it. Uh, <laughs> now, if you go down How's the street football and ask team this the year? AutoZone employee, the AutoZone cashier, I bet he's got a NASCAR Tech shirt. Um, so, <laughs> How's NASCAR Anyways, Tech's football team looking this year? They're pretty good? They're going to be stout? <laughs> The NASCAR Tech football team? Yeah, because yeah, they're all a bunch of wannabe pit crew guys. I bet they could put together a decent community college level. They'd like, have a good offensive some, line, I can tell you that. Between, between military veterans who don't have broken backs yet and people who are specifically trying to be pit crew, you get some pretty sizable characters come through those doors. Uh, <laughs> so it, it could be semi-respectable. I would think like a 
uh, a Charleston Southern sort of. Yeah, hey, you, you want know. to spearhead that effort, man? Go back to your alum. Start a football program there. I'm good. <laughs> I, I visit there every once in a while to pick my mom up for lunch. <laughs> Fond memories. Anyways, anyways, UNOH, not an uncommon, um, not an uncommon sponsor or brand to be. May, obviously, the first time you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Why yeah. is an Ohio school sponsoring a race in Tennessee?" That they, seems they odd. are a motorsports school. All right, that, that makes more sense. So it's the Uno 200 presented by Ohio Logistics on FS1 at 9 p.m. tonight for the Craftsman Truck Series, and then tomorrow on Friday, Xfinity at 2:35. They have practice on USA, and then they qualify at 3:10 on USA. And the Cup Series has practice at 4:35 on USA, and then 5:20. Qualifying for the NASCAR or the NASCAR Cup Series, excuse me, on USA, and then Xfinity is racing tomorrow night, Friday night, seven thirty, the Food City three hundred. Uh, I won't watch any of that because we will be at Tri Cities for the Villarica at Tri Cities game, and then Saturday night, kind of the do what? I said R.I.P. Villarica. Did you call the Villarica Carrollton game? Yes, I did. Yeah, I was out and there you for called that. that as the Villarica. Yes. Um, yeah. Play by play. Yes. Yes. The Villarica home call. Yeah. Yikes. We didn't we didn't have many highlights that game. I think we had two <laughs> highlights. I think we had two highlights. It was I think we all knew that going in. Yeah, it was rough. It wasn't it, if you watched the game, it wasn't fifty to nothing bad. Uh but it wasn't yeah. like a you know, it was it was it is <laughs> what it know, is. Man. Yeah. It is what it is. And then Saturday night at seven thirty, the NASCAR Cup series, the Bass Pro Shop night race on USA. Matt, who you picking? Saturday night, Bass Pro Shop night race in Bristol. Uh, you know what? Give me Kevin Harvick. They've been close for a while. He's always good at that. Um, give me Kevin Harvick. Give me Martin Truex Jr. I think he wins and solidifies himself in the final Oops. twelve. That would be, that would be a talking point. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me Martin Truex Jr. Uh, Saturday night in the, uh, other motorsports. IndyCar wrapped up. There's your dark horse. Give me, give me a second pick. Uh, ooh, dark horse second pick. For Bristol, Ross Chastain. Okay, um, mine's probably not that dark of a horse. Uh, last year's winner, three-time winner this year, Chris Busher. Boosh. He won. Uh, could be. He won this he won race Daytona, last right? year, and he's won three times on three different style tracks this year. He's won a short track. He won. Uh, what Michigan, Richmond, and something else? Daytona, right? He won Daytona a couple weeks ago. Oh, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. did win Daytona. Yeah, yeah. At, at the end of the like, all at the end of the summer, absolutely come on. Like they've been Roush has been good all year. People aren't paying attention to the fact that they're like fifth and sixth in points, um, regular points, not the made up kind. <laughs> Um, and Chris Busher is tied for the second most wins overall throughout yeah. the entire series this year. Yeah, only only behind uh, Byron. Yeah, so. Byron with five. Um, I like that. I like that. I, I I wanted to pick Blaney, but I feel like I pick him every single time, and every time I do, he crashes. So I'm just not going to pick Blaney anymore. All right, yeah. it's you. If yeah. Blaney wins this weekend, we know it's you. <laughs> we know it's my problem. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the in the IndyCar series, they wrapped up their season this year. Alex Polo won race number one. Scott Dixon won race number two. Uh, Alex Polo so, uh, solidified the win. He is the IndyCar NTT 2023 champion. So congratulations to Alex Polo. Uh, and then over an F1 season that's 
essentially been over for the past month. Max Verstappen. I, if you're watching Indy, or if you're watching F1, you're just watching to see how many records that Max Verstappen and Red Bull can set this year. That car is absolutely unstoppable. The only person that can stop that car is a mechanical problem because it's it. I, it really is fun to watch. It's fun to watch Max dominate in so many ways. And, you know, I think that's, I don't think that's most people's mindset, but I, I kind of enjoy it. I enjoy watching them dominate and see how good they are. I mean, it's, they all work towards it. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I, I don't know. I think people, people hate and piss on F1 a little bit too much about Max and Red Bull being dominant. I'm like, that's what they work for. Like it's, it's interesting to watch and it's nice to see near perfection because that's what everybody is working for in every single sport that, that goes on so you know i think i appreciate it a little bit differently than i don't know it just i like it i like it uh practice fp1 and fp2 tomorrow 5 30 a.m and 9 a.m and then fp3 at 5 30 a.m on saturday qualifying at 9 a.m and then the race in singapore is at 8 a.m and max verstappen will win it around 9 30 ish probably will be when he's on the podium getting his uh getting his little trophy uh, i like it yeah yeah like yeah. you said indycar over f1 then over yep um football yeah football football we still have one two three four five six seven we still have eight F1 yeah, oh races. yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Oh, we have eight NASCAR races. So. Yeah, eight eight F1 races, and some of some of my favorite F1, tracks. I think they're longer than our season. Oh, for sure. Yeah, F1's first race is the beginning of March. No, 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 no. their last race. They start in March. Oh yeah, their their last race in almost until December. It's November yeah. tw- uh, 26th is their last race. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna forgot what being on the road is like by November 26th. <laughs> And the thing about the F1 calendar is, like, uh, some of the tracks that are at the end of the year are my favorite tracks to watch. Like, we still we still have uh, Suzuka. Suzuka's on there. Uh, we still have the um, uh, the um, Coda. We still have Coda out in Austin. We still have Interlargas in Brazil. Um, we still have Mexico, which is a great track. I love Mexico. We still have the Las Vegas GP, which is going to be nuts. And Abu Dhabi, every single year, always creates a good race. So, like, yeah. I, I feel like the, the only races coming up that I'm not a big fan of the track layout, like Singapore, I'm not a huge fan of that track. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't add much. And Qatar, like, I'm not a huge fan of that track layout either. But six of the last eight track layouts for F1 are they're really good tracks now they might not produce great racing but they're good tracks I Interlargos is my favorite track on the on the circuit man it always always produces really interesting and fun stuff I think it's a really good track um but that's all I got this week man you got, any, you got anything else to add before we hop out of here uh no I'll let you go before whoever decided they're gonna run a freaking weed whacker by, I don't, my neighbor's gone so I don't know who's outside my window running a weed whacker. I have no idea. Like, it sounds like they're about to come into my living room. <laughs> so I don't know if you can hear that in the background. No, no, but... we can't hear anything. Oh, no. good. Yeah. All right. Well, good. disregard all of that. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Uh, and uh, I'll we'll talk next week. Yeah, man. Good luck in Bristol. And hopefully we see you October 30th at, uh, at Sissy's once you're done with uh, qualifying in Dega. I will keep you abreast of that situation. All right. Until next week. That is Matt Ridgway. I am Bryce Farley, and we will be back next week, hopefully sometime. And if not next week, it'll be in the near future. Uh, the anticipation the anticipation will kill you. That's all this week for TM5's Track Talk.